is KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast, your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state region. I'm Phil Latzman. It is almost Friday. It is Thursday, March the 9th, so we'll take it. And here we go. Well, in January, water policy analysts hoped the legislature would take action on Arizona's shrinking groundwater supplies. But as Ron Dungan reports, it appears that lawmakers will backburner the issue once more. Groundwater in most of rural Arizona is largely unregulated. In some counties, large feedlots or farms have taken advantage of the lack of oversight and sunk deep wells. But a number of bills that would help manage rural groundwater supplies have stalled, not on the House or Senate floor, but in committee. In other words, they never even get a hearing. Sandy Barr of the Sierra Club said it is not the first time that lawmakers have failed to act. For years now, there have been just a handful of people who have been stopping a lot of water legislation from even being considered. She says the legislature is also dragging its feet on issues such as climate change and environmental discrimination. Ron Dungan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Arizona Corporation Commission did not have the power to cut off APS profits over bad customer service. So writes a trio of state appellate judges in an opinion reviewing the commission's 2021 decision in a rate case. Matthew Casey reports. In review of the rate case, the Arizona Court of Appeals agreed with the way the Corporation Commission calculated the value of APS assets versus original costs. And the judges agreed with the determination commissioners made on how much APS should profit. But they threw out the commission's move to cut profitability over bad customer service. Plus, the judges told the commission to rethink if $216 million APS pumped into federally required upgrades should be counted as money well spent. The upgrades were to a coal-fired power plant scheduled to close by 2031. Matthew Casey, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Arizona Superintendent of Public Instruction Tom Horn gave an update to the Senate Education Committee on Wednesday afternoon. From the education desk, Bridget Dowd was listening in. Horn started by voicing his support for Republican Representative Matt Gress's bill to raise teacher salaries. He went on to talk about a hotline he's established for parents that allows them to report inappropriate lessons that detract from teaching academic standards. Teachers are paid to teach the academic standards adopted by the state. If they use the captive audience of their students to promote their own personal ideology, that is unprofessional, and I think it is worthy of discipline. Horn was referring mainly to critical race theory. He's continued to push for legislation that keeps teachers from talking about race in certain ways, though public school advocates point out CRT is not taught in any Arizona K-12 schools. Bridget Dowd, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A bill was passed in the Arizona Senate that would increase the penalty for those convicted of selling fentanyl to someone who dies from it. The punishment would be life in prison or death. Democrat Christine Marsh, whose son died because of fentanyl, voted no. My primary desire beyond having my son back is that people involved in his death are never involved in another one. And unfortunately, this bill doesn't necessarily take care of that. Mar said she'd rather see rehabilitation put in place for dealers. The bill advances to the House next. A bill co-introduced by Congressman Greg Stanton of Phoenix seeks to allow DACA recipients to work on Capitol Hill. From the Frontierist Desk in Tucson, Elisa Resnick reports the Obama-era program gives some undocumented immigrants brought to the U.S. as children protection from deportation and a work permit. 
But DACA doesn't offer a pathway to citizenship, and the work authorization doesn't apply to all jobs. Stanton says he ran into the problem himself in 2018. One of my most talented individuals that worked on my campaign happened to be a dreamer, and I would have hired her um, in a heartbeat. But he wasn't able to because under current law, only U.S. citizens or people with permanent legal status in the U.S. are allowed to work for members of Congress. Stanton says the new American Dream Employment Act aims to change that. This is only the measure's latest introduction in Congress, and it comes as DACA's future could be decided in federal court. Elisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. The first person to serve as president of the Navajo Nation died on Tuesday. The tribe's current president, Boo Nigren, announced the news. And from the front terrace desk in Flagstaff, Michel Morisco tells us more. Former Navajo President Peter Senza died with his family at his side at the Fort Defiance Hospital. He was 85 years old. President Nigren shared this remembrance. My first remembrance of him is meeting him when I was going to ASU and his smile, his demeanor about that I can actually get a construction management degree. And then from there, just learning a lot about what he's done as a chairman, as a president. Za served as president from 1991 to 1995. Za was also the last chairman of the Navajo Tribal Council before the shift to an executive leadership structure. An honor guard of police and firefighters escorted the nation's first president to a mortuary in New Mexico. Michel Marisco, KJZZ News, Flagstaff. Federal officials have suspended extra water releases from Flaming Gorge Reservoir in Utah and Wyoming. As Alex Hager reports, the decision comes amid forecasts of a strong runoff season. The Bureau of Reclamation has been using Flaming Gorge to prop up Lake Powell, where dropping levels are threatening the ability to generate hydropower. But last month, Utah, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico asked the feds to hit pause on the current series of releases. They said it's been a snowy, rainy winter, and they want all that new water to help refill Flaming Gorge. Federal officials listened and suspended water releases starting this week week. That's nearly two months before they were scheduled to end. Climate scientists say the strong winter will help ease the worst effects of drought, but won't be enough to turn around the two-decade-long supply-demand imbalance on the Colorado River. I'm Alex Hager. An International Women's Day gathering in Tucson yesterday highlighted women's rights issues in Afghanistan and Iran. Mihira Habibi is with the Tucson Afghan community, one of the groups behind the event. She said she left Afghanistan more than 20 years ago and faced many of the same things women there do now. Yeah, I want to make sure that they understand that they're not alone in their fight, that they're not forgotten. I want to make sure that their voices are heard. I want to make sure that I'm part of all of that. Women have been barred from attending school for months now under Taliban rule in Afghanistan. Habibi said she hoped the event would keep her plight and their plight alive. Glendale officials say the list of what residents can recycle has grown thanks to the city's new partnership with the company Waste Management. Recycling supervisor Isidro Arias says starting this week, people can put clean glass into recycling bins for curbside pickup. And uh, we're able to take more plastics now besides one and twos. So look at the bottom of your containers. There's a recycling uh, emblem on the bottom. Laundry detergent containers, milk jugs, and soda bottles are a few of the newly recyclable plastics for Glendale residents. More information is available on the city's website.
In sports, a bittersweet night for the Suns. Minutes away from making his home debut in Phoenix, Kevin Durant twisted his left ankle during pregame warm-ups and was ruled out of last night's game. The Suns got 44 points from Devin Booker in winning their fourth straight game, blowing out the Oklahoma City Thunder 132-101. to The win, though, was almost an afterthought following the game for head coach Monty Williams, who was asked about Durant's freak injury. He's out there working his tail off, getting ready for the game, and he twist his ankle. So, I mean, you can't get frustrated about that. It's just, it's life. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel bad for him because he feels bad. William says right now it's just an ankle sprain, but will be reevaluated today. Reports have him possibly missing the rest of the regular season, though. Durant traded to Phoenix in a blockbuster deal with Brooklyn last month, had just returned from a knee injury. College Hoops, NAU, yeah, their Cinderella run is over. They lose in the title game of the Big Sky Conference, falling to Montana State. 85-78 Lumberjacks win into the game, having won three games in a row in the tournament, longest win streak of the season, and a win over top seed Eastern Washington in the second round. Arizona State, the Sun Devils slug out a 63-57 win over Oregon State in the first round of the Pac-12 tournament. The six-seeded Sun Devil men play the number three seed Southern California today. The Arizona Wildcat men will play Stanford in the conference tourney today. They'll start. In baseball, the Diamondbacks shut out the Rangers 2-0 in spring play yesterday at Salt River Fields. They'll have today off before playing the Reds in Goodyear tomorrow. And that does it for this version, this edition of KJZZ Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast this Thursday, March the 9th. I'm Phil Latzman. Enjoy the day, and we will do it again tomorrow.